All right, this is Hallie. I'm sitting down with my dad, Kevin Beverly. We're going to do our brief interview, so I've got some questions for you. Okay. So what's the biggest difference or change in your life since your childhood? Um, I, I really have noticed in the recent years that uh, the idea of worrying about money is really not a factor for me anymore. I'm not wealthy by anyone's definition. Well, mm-hmm. maybe somebody's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not wealthy, but I'm very comfortable. And Barb and I have um, long ago agreed to a lifestyle that basically says we're going to spend less than we have. We're going to yeah. spend less than we take in. You yeah. Know? Um, and that's a simple concept, but it's really hard for some people. And um, we've decided to live within our means, and therefore, I, I don't really have to worry about most money matters, most financial matters. Um, I was able to um, have a good career that paid all our bills, and then in recent years, paid our, all of our bills, and then some. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm lucky to live in a state where we have a solid teacher's pension, and uh, between that and the jobs that I still do, um, I'm able to do jobs that I enjoy like substitute teaching instead of full-time teaching. I get to have all the fun parts of being a teacher and not have to do any of the lousy parts. Um, Grading papers, writing curriculum, doing lesson plans, going to meetings, calling angry parents. All of that is no longer part of my job, but being in a classroom with high school kids and helping them, you know, finish their education Mm -hmm. and having the interactions that I do there is still really, really fun and enjoyable. And then I work at a golf course. So, I mean, you know, you you can't beat that. And, uh, yeah, so we're doing well financially. And our daughter, Hallie, is about to finish college. And that's going to be exciting. So (laughs) so that's probably been the the biggest difference um, from childhood, as all of the other Beverly's could attest, (laughs) where money was a daily daily, uh, concern. So I'd say probably just the financial stability. All right. Okay. Well, what's a story that you haven't shared with most Beverly's? (laughs) I was talking with Joan recently about this, and I said I had a hard time because I'm a person who tends to, surprise, surprise, tell a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so most of my siblings have heard most of my stories, but there's one I don't think I've told very many. Uh, and, and it's fun, and it's kind of a Beverly kind of thing you'll see when I tell. Uh, when Steve was in high school, he had a very, very close friend named Kyle. Uh, Kyle slept over at our house on many occasions, came over for dinner many times. They went everywhere together. Um, Kyle was kind of like our, 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 you know, another, another son, kind of our third son at the time. Um, so much so that when he was at our house, he felt free to just go in the fridge and help himself. And we were fine with that. Um, but if he wanted a, a snack, he'd go look in the cupboard, see what we had and, and, uh, and help himself. Um, concurrently with that, Steve was my student aide, which meant that During his study hall, instead of having to sit in a study hall and be quiet and do homework, he got to come down to the English department office and hang out there with a couple of the other English teachers who he particularly enjoyed, um, very funny, um, uh, um, likable guys that that hit it off with Steve. Uh, Shortly after that, Kyle also started to do the same thing, and I had two student aides, which really they didn't didn't do much to aid me. They just basically came down and... (laughs) ate and joked and, and, and chilled out in the English office, mm-hmm. which I loved and, and uh, enjoyed that. Kyle got to the point where he was so comfortable with me that at school he felt like he could start rummaging around in the fridge. Wow. Yeah. 
Hallie's got her eyelids, her eye, uh, eyebrows raised at <laughs> yeah. that. And uh, he didn't do anything objectionable uh, for a while, but one day I went to go get my lunch and I noticed that the can of Hawaiian punch that I had set in the fridge for my lunch was gone. And I just kind of thought, well, that's weird. Then the next day or two days later, it was gone again. So I started asking Steve, Steve, did you take my Hawaiian punch? No, but I'll bet you Kyle did. So the next day I asked Kyle, hey, did you take some of these? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was yours, right? I said, yeah, well, it was mine. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, hands off my Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Anyway, to compress the story as much as possible, Kyle did not respect my boundaries. He mm-hmm. kept doing it. So I took my Hawaiian punch down to the teacher's lounge refrigerator, way down the hall, away from the, the English department office. And started putting my lunch in there. Kyle found out that that's where I was putting my lunch and my drink. So he started going down to the... T- <laughs> he started going to the teacher's Jeez. lounge. Now, this kid had some nerve. Seriously. Really, really nice kid. You would love him. You yeah. could, to, to know him is to love him. But he just had some, some guts, right? Yeah. So he started going down and started taking my Hawaiian punch again. So now I'm getting, I'm getting heated, Ticked, right? Yeah. yeah. So one day, I took a can of Hawaiian punch... I turned it upside down, so I'm looking at the bottom of the can. Mm-hmm. I took a leather punch. Uh, it's a little thing like a screwdriver, but with a very sharp point. Mm-hmm. And I tapped it with a hammer until I made a little pinhole in the bottom of the can. Nice. Uh, I then squeezed gently, squeezed all the Hawaiian punch out of the can mm-hmm. into, a, into a, a jar. And I took the empty Hawaiian punch can... And I inverted it upside down in a deep bowl of salt water. I had made a strong solution of salt water in a, nice. in a big bowl. Okay. I tipped it upside down so that bubble by bubble, this Hawaiian punch can now became filled with salt water. Nice. I then dried the can carefully, tightly covered the pinhole with duct tape. So it was watertight. Yeah. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, I had been putting little notes next to my can of Hawaiian punch in the fridge. Mr. B's Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Hands off. And he kept taking it. He still took it. He still kept taking it. Jeez, Kyle. So I duct taped the bottom, made it watertight, set it back in the fridge with a note, Mr. Mm -hmm. B's Hawaiian punch, hands off. And then I went about my day. Mm -hmm. Four class periods later, Kyle came... came marching into the study hall that I was supervising with the can in his hand, slammed it down on the desk in front of me and said, I can't believe you did this to me. (laughs) He had opened the can and because Hawaiian punch is not carbonated, Mm -hmm. it didn't make that sound when you opened it, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't supposed to anyway. And he took a nice big chug of salt water. Nice. So that was my, and and Kyle never bothered my Hawaiian punch again. I bet he didn't. (laughs) I was going to use aquarium water. I was going to fill up the oh. water with water from my fish, fish tank. Um, but the other English teachers said, you can't do that. You can give him salt water, but you can't give him fish water. That, that wouldn't be that right. That would be bad. I said, yeah, but he would drink more of it. And they said, yeah, right. And he's going to get sick. I'm like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Shouldn't drink anyway, my Hawaiian punch. So Kyle left my Hawaiian punch alone. Uh, the Beverly's could appreciate that because, you know, food and fridges and stuff like that are, are, are um, sacred. Yeah. They're still <laughs> sacred in our house. <laughs> Don't touch mom's chips. That's a rule. <laughs> Don't touch mom's <laughs> chips. It is. It is. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Good point, Hallie. I still occasionally touch your chips. Occasionally. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Well, thank you for your time, Hal. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah.